one and all. Back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. You are joining me live at the Dot Comedy Studio, but I'm never alone. I'm with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Just say hello to people. Uh, I really thought this week, Marcus. What's that, man? I'm worth it. You are? I am. You know what? I'll play, I'm worth it for you later, okay? <laughs> but, oh, man, Joey, we do not have Miss Candace this week. She is under the weather. So we're saying hello and get well soon. Sending all the Dot Comedy kisses and wishes over to Candace. Uh, but we do have a special guest this week, Joey LaFarge. That's right. The 2014 Comedian of Dot Comedy Comedian of the Year. I think that's the year. I'm not really sure. Mr. Chris Lawrence, welcome back to the show. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much, Joey. Thanks, Marcus. Happy to be back. Oh, yeah, man. We're definitely happy to have you back, sir. We're definitely happy to have Chris back on the CPMMA fight line this week. Awesome. And all our guests appear <laughs> on the CPMMA fight line. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, sir. Oh, man. But, Joey, what year did Chris win Comedian of the Year? I want to say 2016. 16? I was two years I early. Could be wrong because we might not have been doing shows. No, we didn't do a tournament. It must have been 2015. It's 15? That was the last time we did one. <laughs> we, we didn't have a, a, a show. I was the last dot comedy champion ever. There yeah. we go. So we and we yeah. we are proud of that that accomplishment of Chris's um, because he went up against some strong strong competition, Joey Lafar, and uh, Chris whooped asses, and I'm and I'm happy to see it. Happy to see him back on the show, man. It has been a hell of a week, Joey Lafar. We want to thank um, Latif Idris for last week's episode. Yes, and uh, the Joking Aces. Definitely get out there and see him whenever you can, uh, Latif. Uh, it was it was an honor, sir, as well as Joey. I'm ha- I'm happy to say, okay, I did something cool this week. All right, what was that? I did so for the first time, Chris. I'm, I'm telling you, th- I'm telling you this for the first time, and I'm telling the world this for the first time. I went yeah. to a Joey LaFaro stand-up show. And oh my I, god! And I was not performing or working it, <laughs> and I was willing. Now, 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 we're we gonna hold. We gonna, we gonna hold on to this. I was willing to pay for it. Oh my God! This is a shock and a half because DJ Marcus does not pay to see Joey Lafaro. I don't care who how anybody, how anybody what anybody says about it. I have not paid the first, the only time I. This would have been the only time I would have ever paid to see Joey Lafaro. You were paying for me. You were paying for Mike Brooks. I was not paying. I was paying to see Joey LaFaro. I was paying. I was there. I was there to see Joey when he when Joey got off the stage. You know what I yelled out? That's my nigga up there. So that everybody understood who he, who he was to me, and everybody in it because it was a bunch of black people in the audience. They must so. stop recording before that. Yeah, they stopped I, I, recording I didn't hear before that. that. Yeah. I didn't catch that on the on the playback. <laughs> oh Thank man! You. But yes, Joey LaFaro on Saturday night, you took the stage at Hakuna Matata. Yes, Wheaton, Maryland. Uh, you did. Wait, the place is actually called the Kuna Matata. It is the Hakuna Matata Grill in Wheaton, Maryland. Yes, it is. It means no worries. Uh, for the rest of your days, man. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that didn't uh, bear out in reality. No, that wasn't true in, in at all in what we what we went through at Hakuna Matata. Uh, this, this what happened? Weekend. Now, Joey, we can go into it. Yeah, you want to go into it? All right. So yeah, Joey, you... how well did you do? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Um, well, fairly decent. Take it, take it. Let's take it back a beat. Okay. So, let's take it back a beat. Um, we had a few weeks ago, 
uh, we had Mr. Art Garfield, who pro- produces sh- uh, shows in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I would I had found out that I, he was having uh, this new show. It was his first show at this venue. And all right, I need to change some screen. There's, there's some weird stuff on my screen that is distracting me. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm there, right? I'm I'm, I'm so I I, I know, found out about the show. I found out Mike Brooks was going to be on it, and I was excited because I was like, oh, I want to do, you know, I asked for a guest spot. So I got a guest spot, and I've, I've known about this for a few weeks. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I was like, you know, leading up to this, I had all my open mics lined up and pre-checks. Um, speaking of which, uh, speaking of open mics, if you haven't been to Nottingham's on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Savoy is doing an excellent job building that room. Awesome. Uh, that said, I've done it. I've done it on the weekends. I've not done his open mic. The open mics is worth is worth a visit. Um, they get they get uh, they actually was one of the best attended by audience open mics I've seen in a, quite some time. Awesome. Um, that said, uh, this past Wednesday I got to experience everything I hate about like it was like open mic hell. Like everything that you don't want to see at an open mic happen. Happened. Okay. Like here, so this guy goes up second. Are you still talking about Akuna Matata? Or are we back? Or are we on Nottingham? Take it back now? to Nottingham's for a second, because this is just it forms a state of mind that led to Akuna Matata. Uh, this guy goes up second, says, "I'm not prepared." Scrolls through his phone. And then comes out of his mouth is, I don't like Catholic priests. I think they should get rent in the ass because the little gay kids, well, not just the gay ones. Well, at that point, someone should have walked up on stage and just punched him in the face just for just not being prepared. Like, this is like if Kyle Rittenhouse was an open micer. Like, he crossed state lines <laughs> on his cell phone and murdered the show. Um, it, so if Kyle Rittenhouse was an open micer, if someone would have thrown a plastic bag at him, he would have shot him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, so, <laughs> but um, but like, but so back to Kukuda Bakata. Sorry, mm-hmm. I had I had to share that because yes. I, I I just please for the love of God, like just if you're gonna be unprepared and you're gonna go to your notes. Don't have that be your notes. Don't have that be your first note. And don't let Dude, that. I have I have an open mic and a half story, but I'll, I'll tell I'll I'll wait because I want to get to Akuna Matata. I, I'm 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 excited to hear about when Scar came out and fought uh, Simba's father. Let's hear it. Let's go. <laughs> that is kind of what happened. Um, so uh, I get I I try to get to all my shows like an hour early, so I have some time to kind of get in my headspace. Right. Yeah. And I already was had. And I don't normally have a lot of performance anxiety. I don't usually put that much on myself. But I had kind of, you know, I I I'd asked people to come because I I knew, you know, I thought it was going to be a good show. Um, and I was excited. You know, I tried. I try to be mindful of when I ask people to come see me now mm-hmm. these days. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm on a show with with a with a got with a really solid headliner that always does a great job. I want my people to come out for this. Uh, I get there at like. 645 flyer said seven mm-hmm. show's supposed to start at eight i get there there's a comic who's not on the show sitting there there is red flag the the the, the, the so they they were doing the comedy outside in a tent that was heated 
but there's okay. a tent outside. They're not ready to do anything in that tent. The promoter is nowhere to be found. So now I'm like, okay, these are all concerns. <laughs> yeah. I go to like start working through my notes, but I, you know, this the the there's I'm interacting with somebody. My friend, uh, my you know, I've, folks start showing up. It's like starts to get like seven thirty. Still no sign of the promoter. Um, and then we're like, okay, the uh, and Jesse, Jesse was also on the show with me, so I see Jesse. Jesse pulls up, and we're all again, we're waiting. Now a couple days prior, is he is Jesse wearing like a three piece suit, driving like a Maserati, and got his girl on his on his under his arm? Like is that no? Is that we, the Jesse we, that we're seeing. We didn't get that version of Jesse. No, we didn't get that version this time. <laughs> we got like. We got like one step back from that Jesse though. We got day off Jesse. Yeah, we got we got that Jesse on his day off. Cuz he literally <laughs> oh, told us We got us, casual Friday Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> got, no, to to your to your credit Chris, one of the first things he did was tell us that he was getting he, he just went and bought tailored suits because he was getting made fun of for buying off the rack stuff at work. So you're like dead oh. on. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you pauper with your off the rack suits. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so we're, we're again, we're still waiting. Now, the day before, I was at Ugly Mug or Thursday, I was at D- Ugly Mug in DC, and there was like a young, a newer comic who was doing like some amateur videography, uh-huh. and I knew that uh, the promoter did not have a, a videographer. videographer, and I put him in touch. And the guy said he'd do it for thirty bucks an hour, which I thought was a phenomenal deal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's trying to find parking <laughs> and he's messaging me because again, the promoter nowhere to be found. So I'm like, now I have to deal with him and I'm still trying to like, you know, and the, so that there were online tickets. My folks were having trouble with the link. And earlier in the day, the last post I saw said there were 16 left. Usually if there's 16 tickets left for a show on the day of, and it's been promoted for like multiple weeks. There will be tickets at the door. Yeah. Uh, the capacity of the crowd was sixteen, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it was much. It was you higher. Fit, than that. I think okay. you fit like fifty in there. Yeah, 50, but, 60 but in there. on oh, the, on the day of, there were still the, the the morning of the show. There were sixteen tickets left yeah. available online. Okay. Comedy but, under the big top. Right. Right. Yeah. So just I'm, I'm probably giving a few extra details that probably aren't that necessary, but I'm trying uh-huh. to. I'm getting there. Nah, no, nah, this is a very, very quick, quick story. <laughs> so now, now, so then on, and then I find out that the, that the, that the, um, that the, pr- the promoter showed up and I'm like, okay, let me go see what's going on. Turns out they've been, they started letting people into the tent and didn't tell anybody. So people started going in and now the tent's oh, like shit. packed. So my people who are waiting there, for like almost an hour. So like people, people were sneaking into the show that shouldn't have, that didn't have tickets. No, they had tickets, but they just it, it was first come first of seating, and they didn't tell the people who had been waiting inside to go get their seats. So you kind of just so people like rush the stage, <laughs> just about. Yeah, so it's so this is like a Travis Scott production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the time, by the time. By the time we actually go out there to like try to go in, the the tent's already full, yeah. and and we find out that it's sold out. And I'm like, well, did you like? I brought people that came to see me perform. 
and like he's like, "Well, I'll see what I can do." A couple minutes later, he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm trying to figure stuff out. Can uh, can you can I put you on in a minute?" I'm like, "My people are still waiting in the restaurant to see the show. What do you mean? Can I go on?" So then, so then the comic who wasn't on the show asks me if I can vouch for him, and a uh, I I I'm, I'm there. And and the so I'm like I kind of want to, but I also don't because I'm like you kind of invited yourself to the cookout, dude. Like, it's kind of messed up. But I saw one of the other comics. That, so the guy asked. So the promoter asks me, "Is this guy funny?" And I kind of hemmed and hawed because I was like, "Well, yeah, but I I, I I this wasn't. I don't want you to think like I recommended this guy because I didn't ask him to come." But then I see one of the other comics the guy booked independent of me, and I had nothing to do with. And I'm like, okay, well, he's funnier than that guy. So I just say yes. <laughs> he puts on the comic that just shows up first. Now, this comic was a white guy. And this is, like, this audience is here to see Mike Brooks. This is an audience that is a fan of how, the Housewives of Bending Road. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> this, is a, this is a deaf comedy jam audience. This is, this is a deaf comedy jam audience <laughs> for sure. So he goes up first. He does okay, all things considered. Then Jesse goes up. Then the other comic that had showed up, who also was white, goes up and bombs. And then, I'm not sure, another comic, then they, then they finally get a black comic, and he bombs. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of his set, there's, like, heckling happening at an alarming rate, and chit-chat has begun, and the, the tent has become a full-on circus. The circus is in full swing and not on stage. Like, the, yeah. the, there's, there's pockets of unrest in all aspects. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marcus and my other uh, attendees still don't have seats. Nope. We're standing in the back. And, and, I'm, and I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Those- yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm thinking back to the night. And, uh, and, and you, hit it, you hit it spot on. Joe, this is... Think about it this way, Chris. Have you ever been in, like, occupied territory? Like, well, I mean, there was the one, this one show that I did once uh, quite a few years ago in Silver Spring that Alex was running that turned out to be, like, an Ethiopian restaurant (laughs) slash nightclub. And I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to bomb. I thought I was going to be, and this was, like, right after, um, Oh, the the Mike Brown shooting. Um, oh, okay. Not yeah, and I was all, not ideal timing. Like, no. oh, not an ideal time. But I did really well. Okay. See, that's the thing. It's like you feel like you're gonna do terrible, and you get in your own head, and you get up there, and you just be yourself. And it's like you know, usually, if you're authentic, you know, you'll do well. Oh yeah. You know. Okay. So if there's one thing, black people was are. it like a hostile crowd when you got up there, Joey? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was hostile, and it wasn't necessarily. But it, so here's the thing. So I, I was so part of the reason I was nervous is, is this is the first time I performed on a show that Mike Brooks is on. Like, cause he, we had met before. We had met at a show that I went to it as an audience member. I needed a Q and A after, and we exchanged information. But because you know, we found out as I was a comic through the QA. But this is the first time he's seeing me perform, or so I think. Later, I would find out that he just, he wasn't watching the show. He was in the <laughs> restaurant. Like sometimes though, like I get it, you know, the headliners probably don't watch most of the comics that go before them, but at least they're in the building. <laughs> Not in this case. 
They're a completely separate building, separate structure, separate everything. So I'm like, at this point, I'm like, all right, my people are cold and frustrated. The audience, we the audience is, is the, uh, the rest of the audience is also irate because they've spent $30 a head to see Mike Brooks. They've now been put through four or five comics, two out of the, th- you know, one of whom was black and two out of the other three kind of bombed <laughs> or two out of the four bombed. And Jesse is other. Yes. Yeah. And other. So name is Revis. So they kind of think yeah. he's Hispanic, but then they look at him and go, we don't know for real. <laughs> yeah. And I get brought up. White guy. Okay. I started, I tried to tell a joke for about two seconds. Uh-huh. And then I turned into my seventh grade high school science teacher and told everybody to shut the fuck up. And then told them, I've been doing this for seven years. I've never had to fucking tell an audience to shut up. Wait, so hold on a second. Your seventh grade uh, science teacher told you guys to shut the fuck up? <laughs> He went to PG County Public Schools. Yes, yes he did. She, she Was your 7th grade science teacher Ralph Cooper? <laughs> no. Well, uh, kind of. Possibly so. My 7th grade science teacher, one time I just remember the, the, the reason I draw that parallel, and I specifically remember one instance where the class was behaving in a very similar way to that audience. Mm-hmm. And all I know is the next thing is, out came a meter stick, and she hit the back of the, the desk with it, and everybody's buttholes tightened up real quick. <laughs> So what happened when you said that thing when you chastised the crowd for saying, you know... Everybody did I shut up for a second. They did shut up. Years. Everybody a shut, second. Everybody shut up. Well, actually, for, for, for I got them to shut up, and then I told, like, three jokes at all hit. And yeah. then I told one that didn't hit as well, and then the chatter built up again. I lost them along the way. I think I kept half the audience's attention, but they couldn't hear me over the other half. So... All in all, I think I did, but I literally, so I come off, and the guy that was heckling the comic before me was waiting outside, and he goes, yo, man, you did the best you could, man, <laughs> from the heckler. I've got, I, I've got stuff, oh, man, I've heard that before from people. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, I was like, I, literally, I, I told him, I'm like, I'm a little offended that you thought that, that was the best I could do, but okay. <laughs> no, I said, I said, thank you. Hey, the most we can do is do our best. Yeah, I mean the that funny- was Joey's participation yeah. trophy. <laughs> you know what it was? I was telling I told Marcus this. Do you remember the movie The Longest Yard? Yes. Do you remember the scene where uh, Adam Sandler has to go lose the basketball game to Michael Irvin to get the black players' respect? Yeah, he basically gets the living shit kicked out of him. Yes. That, yeah. that's what happened. That was that was sad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you basically got jumped into the gang. That's basically what happened, yes. <laughs> well, so, but he didn't watch your set. Not that I'm aware of, or at least I heard I heard he may have popped in for a second, but I think he popped in during the, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he heard, that, like, literally he was standing next well, to me. Well, the thing that annoys me about that entire... Yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, he was sta- he was standing next to me at the at the front at the uh, front of the tent, so I saw where he was when 
Mm-hmm. Joey started his set, so it was like, all right, he was he was there, and Joey was getting a couple jokes off, and they were they they were going okay, and then like the chatter started up too loud, and then Joey was like, I mean, shut the fuck up, and I was like, okay, and at that point, I I lost track of Mike because I was I was standing there going, should I walk inside to make sure, like if Joey Joey goes off, Marcus put his security guard hat on for yeah. me at that moment. I was like, if Joey goes off, I got to step in the middle of this. So I told my girl, "Hey, uh, hold on a second. Let me uh, let me make sure he's safe first before we just start enjoying these dumbass jokes." <laughs> oh my god! Because I saw the size of the dude that was. Well, heckling. that's our time tonight. That's our time tonight on the Doc Comedy Podcast, guys. <laughs> so much. Oh man! Oh man! But Joey, it was it, you did an awesome job up there, man. It was not a, it was not a bad set. Uh, I've seen you do bad sets. You sent me a copy of one of the worst sets you've ever done. Uh, when did I do that? In the chat the next morning. Oh, yeah, that was from... Yeah. So, oddly enough, uh, like, the next morning, Facebook put up a set from, like, my, my first year doing comedy. Yeah. When, at, he was, when at we were Splash at Splash Lounge. Lounge, yeah. So, I shared it in the group oh, chat. Oh, man. So, it was funny to see the see the parallel. I'm sorry. There's clearly a time delay, and it's fucking with me, because it seems like Chris is just doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> Is it on my end? Yes. Because it, it seems to be clear coming in from me. It's not It's not choppy. It's just that there's a, a delay. Like, I hear me talking, and then I hear it on your on your side, and then you react. So, <laughs> oh. so it's nothing other than just a slight delay. I just need to remember that. But it's like, can you imagine if your audience was on time delay, and then you would really not know if your joke hit or not? <laughs> Like you have yes, to... it's called doing Zoom comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot of the thing. This is why I don't do those. But I am doing one this week. You're doing a Zoom show? I'm doing a Zoom show for Dat Fan. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. Okay, hold on a second. There's So do you know in the Facebook group called Bad Comedy Flyers? Yes. Okay. His flyers are all over that website. <laughs> like, constantly. And I'm always seeing people that I know. It's just like that fan. First off, those posters, it's that fan and friends. And there's like 43 fucking people on every single one of those posters. And, and I'm like, this guy doesn't have this many friends. And the like, I know who that fan is. I know he was on uh, one of the seasons of... Um, um, was it last comic standing? standing. Yeah. I think yeah, it was on the first last season. Comic standing. And uh maybe in the first or second season. It was very um, early cuz I remember I rem- Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go on. No, no. And this I, is going to be great I, I for the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember he was a guy who had the notebooks. He had like a notebook and he would like chart how many laughs he got on each joke. I yes, and I also remember that the judges started getting very tired of like he would go out and do like a fake Vietnamese accent, like really lay into the accent and pretend like he was like fresh off the boat. And all of the judges were starting to get annoyed because it was like a, just a cheap laugh thing. And it was annoying all of them and every, he would still do it. And you could see like their eyes rolling and getting really pissed off about it, but he still kept on doing it. But now like you see all of his posters on bad comedy flyers on Facebook and now I'm just imagining if you're doing one of his Dat Fan and Friends, like I'm gonna see 
your poster on that. And by the way, when you were telling this Mike Brooks story, I actually went on your page to see the poster to see, because I'm like, okay, he's talking about this guy, this guy. And, but the problem is that poster said Mike Brooks and guest comedians. I'm like, dang, I can't even figure out who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, his sad. old, his old version of the flyer uh, said less important, but also funny guest comedians. Oh my God. Oh my God. Actually there was. So it, who, you got to tell me who is the booker? Who there, is the booker? There also were three different um, versions of the flyer for this show. With three one, different start times. With one of them, one of them, one of them promised. Times. With one of them, one, one of them promised. I don't know what just changed, but now I'm hearing really loud. I don't know what just changed, but now I'm hearing really loud. All right, hold on. <laughs> okay. Guys, this is so fun okay. doing this virtually. I'll I'll drive to College Park. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be weird. Oh no, it's still doing it. It's still doing it. Oh, that's gonna be weird. Oh no. It's Wait, hold on, hold on. Still doing it. Hold on. I don't think we've had a time delay this bad before. No. I think we've had a time delay bad before. No. Okay, try that now. Okay. Okay, I don't, I don't think it's fixed. Okay. Is that better? Okay, I don't, I don't think it's fixed. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> let me, hold on, let me... Okay, I'll be back. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. We're, we're used to that. Joey, but again, great show. Great job up there. Thank you. All right, I mean, you, you, you handled yourself as masterful as you possibly could, being in seven years in and never having to yell at people. Um, but again, it was not the greatest of avenues for Joey LaFaro comedy. In retrospect, if I had hindsight, uh-huh. there's a lot of things. Um, there has been multiple instances in the past couple weeks that have indicated to me that my uh, I have a skills, a particular set of skills. Yes, uh, like that, Liam Neeson. That yeah, but they're for producing shows and um frankly i'm better at it than everybody and i should do it again like i should stop giving away advice for i was i was like i don't want to do this anymore but i have these skills and every time i end up doing it because i'm just there and i know what good show is and i want the shows that i'm on to be good but when i'm not i don't and it's not my show i end up doing a lot of extra work and you know what these guys like i they need me more than i need them in terms of production help. Okay. Maybe not for comedy. Yes. Although that too. I'm funnier than most of the... Uh, <laughs> I just... I am. Uh, There's that ego. Uh, I, yeah, but I, I don't do it that often, so I think it's okay. You got um, a big ego. I, I only pull my ego out once every three years under a full moon when the stars align and Uranus is in retrograde. Hey, <laughs> when, you, when your anus is regressing... <laughs> you got to pull it out. I don't know why I picked that. <laughs> uh, did Chris come back? I thought he did, but apparently not. It was a bad ding. Oh, man. But, yeah, Joey. Um, what else happened to you this weekend, man? Anything else, anything else fun happened to you? Um, oh, we saw Red Notice. Red that no- was okay. I got to see it. I, I, I saw the preview for it, and I was like, all right, it's a spy movie with The Rock and uh, Ryan Reynolds. 
Yeah, they kind of phoned it in. Did they? I mean, it's still good enough to watch because it has all those elements. Uh-huh. But it just has those elements. Like, there's nothing more. Like, it, it, it's not what it could have been. Like, the potential did not. It, you know, they did. The, they it. It's like you know that high draft pick. Yeah. That you go, oh, this guy's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but then he's just an okay player. <laughs> okay. Like he's an okay starter. I got you on that. All right, so I'm I'm because I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right, it, now I thought it was gonna be close, similar to like the end of Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. where like he's talking to Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds is a secret, uh, was a CIA agent. In FBI Hobbs in this one. Was he, oh, oh, in Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw was CIA, so I thought it would just be like a continuation of that. But, there is a twist, and I will be actually. I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment. They did set up a sequel. Um. Okay. Which I actually, if they make the sequel, it might save the the this one franchise. But like they did, the it, it it just kind of felt like the whole thing was set up for a movie they didn't make yet. Okay. Well, you never know what could happen in the future, man. So it should be pretty fairly fucking interesting. But you know what we're gonna do, Joey? Yeah. We can take a quick break, man. Okay. We can get we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna we're gonna chop it up and we get back and some fun stuff, man. Uh what what we got in this world, man? What's going on in this world, dude? Uh people are peeing on people. We're getting another lethal weapon movie. Uh white women are proving to once again be terrible. You know, same shit, different day. Hey, every day is a holiday with us at dot com and we'll see you back when we get more. We will see you back here with more and fun and more thrills on me. That comedy podcast. And we're back on the That Comedy Podcast. And if you want to be crazy, if you really want nasty, you know what you need to do first? Smooth your balls. That's right, smooth my balls. Turf Chopper 3.0, the That Comedy team's favorite instrument to keep them balls nice and smooth. That Comedy is back in the building once again with the Turf Chopper 3.0. You can click click the link right now on our That Comedy pages. Right on our link tree, you can find the 20% off link for t- for the Smooth My Boss Turf Chopper 3.0. That comedy loves it. You're going to love it. Let us know when you get one so we can tell you how smooth your balls should truly be. And we're back in the That Comedy Podcast. Joey LaFaro, DJ Marcus, hopefully Chris Lawrence. We'll see you in a minute. Joey, it's our prerogative. It is. We do what we want to do. It's the way that I want to live. And that we do, that we do. And sometimes when I do what I want to do, my tongue gets tired. And uh, I hate when it happens. Because it's not like my my mouth ain't dry, really. All right. I think we're going to give this another shot. We're going to try it again? All right. Is he back, sir? (laughs) Well, there's either a delay... But at least we didn't hear ourselves this time. Yeah. Chris, can you hear us? 
<laughs> you gonna say anything? <laughs> this is this is audio medium. You gotta say no, something. I'm really sorry. Is this better? <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Awesome. And there's no delay now. Okay. We're oh. back. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's no delay now. Okay, awesome. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, Joey LaFaro, we are back on the That Comedy Podcast. So, so did Joey tell, like, another story to make up for it? Like, did he just tell another 15-minute story just to make up for the me being gone? No, we got, we got it to a couple more things. So we... I can. Do you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> Joey's got stories for days. No, we're good. <laughs> I can tell you about the Devin Brent taping on Thursday night at the Ugly Mug. Oh. And he froze. <laughs> he froze like a dad. He froze like a like a sitcom dad on the screen. My goodness. You need better internet, sir. He must have that that uh fire. Some kids didn't go to bed yeah. and, and they're watching Netflix. They're playing they're playing uh Oh, is he back up? I don't know. He's still showing his connected. I just tried to remove him and add him back to see if it would unfreeze, but now... No, it's just frozen. It's done. It's mm. fine. It happens, Joey. Mm. But hey, man, what's going on in this world, Joey LaFar? Uh, so, uh, you got a Fitbit? I do not. I have one. Uh-huh. It, uh, it's on the charger. Well, partially, like I can't, like I, I just like I when I'm do like when I'm doing jujitsu, I have to take it off, and yeah. since I, like every day, it kind of just becomes like I keep always forgetting to put it back on, and then it's like if I can't use it when I'm work- doing physical activity, then what's the kind of what's the point? Um, well, uh, Facebook is uh, sorry, uh, a new study has found that um, poorer people generally also find that that shit doesn't do anything for them either. Yes. Because we got shit to do. Yeah. Rich people have the time to look at their watch and go, hey, I've, I've got 5,000 steps in today. I'm so proud of myself. Poor people have to go, shit, I got 5,000 steps to get back to my next job. <laughs> All right. Just, just, DX my, just DX my whole being on this show. <laughs> We'll just start the show over. It's okay. I can I can edit out that whole story. He's <laughs> gonna edit that whole story out. That way, no, that's no. a half hour of the podcast gone. Well, here's the thing, dude. I don't know what's going on. Like, I used I was using my phone and my Wi-Fi, and that was fine. And then you said there was a delay, and now I'm on my laptop. And you can edit this out, but we're live, so I don't know how we're gonna edit that out. But anyway, so. If I drop again, we're just gonna have to call it a day. Okay. <laughs> All right, not a problem. I mean, there. this is this is a, there's no delay now. So. Yeah, there's no delay. There's no issue right now. Last time we just froze. Huh. I don't know what, where that came from. Yeah, that was just fine. strange. Yeah, it's fine. You, okay. You, well, let's just take advantage of it while I'm here. Yeah. I no, should have just driven to College Park. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's what I should have done. No sudden movements. <laughs> uh, yeah. We were talking about uh, so Chris, a new study has come out. A new meta analysis. It's come out saying digital tools like motivational text messages that try to nudge people to do more physical activity aren't effective for poor people. Interesting. Why do you think that is? Uh, One of the most comprehensive efforts to tease apart the impact of behavioral change programs on people with different income levels. The study authors showed that apps and wearables only helped bump physical activity levels for people with high socioeconomic status. So 
basically, uh, if you don't have time to work out, you don't have time to work out because <laughs> you're too busy working however many jobs to pay rent. Yes. And, I, and I, it, it's, it's very simple. You, you look at these apps. You look at Fitbits. You look at all this other stuff. And like I, like I was telling Joey when we, when we first started talking about this, the, um, Samsung has the health app. On their phones. Do you have you have an iPhone, uh, Chris, or do you have Samsung? Uh, I have a Samsung, and I have the Samsung Health app, yep. All right, so you know there's exercises in the Health app, right? Yeah, I use it, yeah. Okay, Chris? Because I'm a rich person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See? <laughs> it's case point proven right there. Because yeah. I, I said, I told myself, you know what? I'm going to wake up a little early before I go to work, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do these, these exercises. I'm going to stretch early in the morning. I have not done it once, and I and the reason I haven't is because telling myself I'm going to wake up early, and then remembering that I work tw- ten to twelve hour work days, is not going to be fun for me waking up at five o'clock in the morning to stretch. I'll stretch in between shifts, and then go back to fucking work. So what you're telling me is that poor people don't have access to simple apps that every every man can use, like Peloton. You're telling me that they can't afford a. <laughs> A Peloton? Yeah. Well, and that's a, that's a Bezosian. It's uh, not even it's not even necessarily they can't afford those apps. It's that the the things that they're telling them to do. Well, one, the the authors say that social people of low, lower socioeconomic economic status have lower electronic health literacy, uh-huh. meaning they are less able to use the technology to improve their health. Yes. Um, they're you know, initially that they might have trouble navigating it, but that the um, so the you know the activities and tools that they just may, you know have trouble kind of understanding what it's asking of them, uh-huh. um, which I think might be a stretch. I think those are pretty. They just basically said poor people are stupid. Yeah, exactly. That's if what there that's was stuck. only a, if there was only a website that they could go to mm-hmm. to like you know be able to type in like video on how to navigate app X, <laughs> um. Or, you know, like, come on, man. You're telling me you can't go on YouTube and find out a way to, like, hey, tell me about how to do this, that, and the other thing in this app. And oh, everyone knows how to use YouTube. I think, everyone. I think that, that, that is a, that's a reach because I don't think that they actually tested that in the study. From and, what the I'm thing, and what I'm hearing from this study, Joey, is they think poor people are stupid. Yeah. And, I, and like, it, it doesn't even have anything to do with having time or having energy or well, anything did, else to do with it. They did say they, they may okay. also not have as much time as wealthier customers to do the type of things that digital tools suggest, like going for more walks or exercising more frequently, which I can tell you from personal experience is 100% the fucking reason. <laughs> well, yeah, think about it. An app is telling you to go out and take, like, a 30-minute jog or a walk or whatever. But if you rely on, like, say, babysitters or you need, you can't. You have to schedule around all that stuff. Yeah, you're absolutely not going to be able to do that. Like, oh, yeah, get up and walk away from your desk for, for 10 minutes and get some stretches. Be like, well, if you work at Amazon, uh, if you walk away for 10 minutes, I think they execute you, I think. Yeah. I think that's what happens. They bear mace you and then throw you in a chute. <laughs> I, think a dr- I think a drone flies by and just, like, triggers a chip in your neck. It blows up. <laughs> yeah, you're like in the Suicide Squad. Like, Amanda Waller shows up, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, Viola Davis shows up and blows up your cranium. That's what happens. And they actually pay for a ma- uh, for Viola Davis to do it because yes. they're that rich. Because what else did Amazon invest on in all those drones for? I haven't had a single package delivered by drone. Uh, they only do that in the West. I think it's just so that they can monitor the, the drivers. 
<laughs> she's watching drivers. I think that those are snipers. Sniper drones. Sniper drones. Hey, they're pissing. They're making them piss in bottles. <laughs> it's it's all a squid game. <laughs> well, the pissing in the bottles, and also you saw about the Amazon driver that like got fired because they figured out there was like a prostitute leaving his van. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's amazing. It's like because I think the caption on the original video was was she was she uh an overnight delivery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then then you have people who like probably you know they might have a nine to five, but it's remote work, and they're working two to three of those because they each pay forty thousand. Yeah, and that still is not enough to get by for a family. One hundred and sixty thousand dollars ain't enough. Well, one hundred twenty thousand. Forty forty isn't. Yeah, the forty the forty damn sure ain't right. But one hundred and sixty, I could do good things. With so it's like I might I might have the thirty minutes from the one job, but I ain't gotta have a meeting for the other job. Yeah. Bless you, Chris. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. No. All right. But yeah. Was that hitting home for you, Chris? <laughs> Chris is like, five jobs. Oh, oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> work. Work is what poor people do. <laughs> I'm kept. I'm a kept man. Peasants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Joey, like it's like I said, it's it's one of those things where you can't you can't factor into a study like that, like true people's lives, mm. like poor people, poorer people, don't have time to stare at a phone and go, "Hey, all right, here's what I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna step outside and go for a jog in the middle of the damn day." Mm. How, Sway? You can't do that at the chicken plant. You can't do that at the no. chicken plant. You can't go outside at the chicken plant. Can't can't do that when you're picking berries because the white man doesn't want anybody else picking berries. Right. Uh, you oh can't, my god. Can't do that at McDonald's. They think you stole some some McNuggets when you go when you leave without permission. <laughs> it's it's not feasible. And you know what? I'm you know what I'm gonna do, Joey? I'm making I'm making a personal dot comedy pledge today. Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna start my day with a uh, with a with a stretch and a relaxation uh, moment early in the day. Okay, and I challenge I challenge all of my friends and family to do the same. Mm. Tomorrow, on the if you have an if you have a Samsung uh, phone, an, an Android phone, I'm sorry, uh-huh. with Samsung with Samsung technology, uh, I guess that's what you call it. I don't fucking know. But uh, if you have an Android, you can use the you can use the Health app to connect with me, and we're gonna stretch together. So DJ Mark is gonna stretch you out tomorrow morning. That's what I. That's yeah, what I'm, he is. Yes, that's what I'm gonna do first thing in the morning. I just watch Instagram videos. Of people stretching. Yes. <laughs> Did you, you feel you feel tension out. release? Well, you know, like I was gonna say, starting last, starting at the beginning of this year, I actually started doing one. I so I did one push up on January first. Then I did two push ups January second. Then I did four, eight, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then like all of February, I did one hundred push ups a day. And then. March came around and I was like, ah, because February was like, do 100 push ups a day for, you know, some cause or whatever. Uh-huh. And then March came around and I was like, eh, I'm not motivated, dude. But like, I was so proud of myself that I was able to do like 100 push ups a day. Awesome. But now I'm just a lump of shit again. Yep. <laughs> it goes away fast. There's no reward yeah. for being over, overzealous. Yeah. With workouts, it, it, it all, it'll fade no matter how, how, like, what peak performance you get to. It's Says the guy up. with 40-inch biceps, shut the fuck up, Joey. 
This is actually me week. I haven't actually done a real workout in like two weeks. Oh God, I'm so. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you look bad. You this look is, bad. You look is... like McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club. You're right. You look terrible. <laughs> you know, I actually measured my arms the other day. Oh yeah. I had to for a uh, for a, a uh, custom tailor's uh, suit I'm going to be getting. Well, and... did you and Jesse get like a two for one special? At the... <laughs> yeah. Did, did you, you and Jesse go buy suits together? And didn't tell me. That's that, fucked that, up. That would be a three for one. Because if I'm getting a suit from the same people Jesse's getting his from, they got to use more fabric. Was this like a twin situation? Like you were the Danny DeVito and he was – actually, you'd be the Schwarzenegger. He'd, he'd be, be the DeVito, DeVito for sure. I think I think if you buy a suit, then uh, me and Jesse get one free. <laughs> basically. Uh, same amount of fabric. Same amount of fabric on everybody's suits. Uh, but, I, no, I, I, I had to do it for a wedding that I'm going to be in. Um, and so, like, when I was getting my arm measured – like, I was like, all right, I wonder how big my arms really are. And remember how Hogan used to go, yeah, you can't handle these 42-inch pythons? And my actual arm is 42 inches. And I was like, oh, shit, if I just did curls, I would have muscles. I was like, this would be amazing, <laughs> be, this would be amazing if I, like, yeah. if I turn this, this gristle into fat, into uh, muscle. You'd, you'd have, like, Michelle Obama arms. <laughs> hey. Yep. Michelle Obama was, uh. A very statuesque woman. She had powerful well, arms. I'm not lagging on her. I'm being serious. She had great arms. Oh, it was she hot. Did. She was hot as hell. Goddamn. Mm. Was. Why are we talking about it like it was the past tense here? Oh, she's old well, now. I haven't seen her in a while. I ain't, I ain't seen her yet lately. I, well, no, I have seen her lately. She still looked good. I don't doubt that. But she's with that dude that doesn't look right. <laughs> Obama? Yeah, he just don't look right. <laughs> He doesn't look right these days. He just... Who, Morgan Freeman? <laughs> yeah, what? basically. He looks like Morgan Freeman now. Barack Obama went from the handsome black first black president to Morgan fucking Freeman in four in eight fucking years. <laughs> That's what America did to a black man. That's they used to call me. They used to call me Barry. Now they call me Batman. Put the trains <laughs> on the doors. I want to see Morgan Freeman attempt to do that biopic now. <laughs> I want to see if they can make him look young enough to be early Obama, and I also want to see if he could just do that voice. Morgan Freeman has Can he been... do voices? No. He's always just... He's his voice. Why would you use any other voice than his? Can you imagine Morgan Freeman doing a Barack Obama biopic and they would, like, de-age him like they de-aged De Niro in uh, The Irishman? <laughs> exactly. And, like, when De Niro, like, kicked that guy on the ground, you could tell, like, you can't de-age those knees, man. <laughs> That's... Oh, my God. I would... See, the thing is... The thing with... with um... Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's looked old since Morgan Freeman was young. Exactly. Like he he's looked old since since he was a pimp in the in the seventies. Uh, think what? Chris froze again. He was a pimp in the seventies. Oh. He played a pimp a couple times in the seventies. Well, damn it. You didn't know that. I did not know that. You didn't know God played a pimp. Did not. Wow. Need need to catch catch up on your black facts. Mm. Chris, wave your hand. Oh, he's frozen. Okay. There's no doubt. Because it looked like his nose moved, and I was like, that's strange. That needed a wave or something. So, <laughs> so I don't get uncomfortable, like, staring at his face. Oh, uh, a bot. Chip, are you okay? <laughs> I hate oh, there it. I hate there everything about it. <laughs> that's you, the best way to come back. Wait, do you hate, do you hate the, uh, your internet or... Uh, 
whole about Obama doing a biopic of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think Chip Jones's idea is hilarious. I'm talking about my internet. I think, I don't know what's going on, but I don't think this, uh, my computer likes this, the, the, the thing that you're using. StreamYard? Yeah. It hates StreamYard. StreamYard, the industry standard in streaming, uh, live shows. Is it though? Uh, I, that's what I've, I've, I asked around. I did a lot of research before we, before we switched, uh, providers. Oh. Well then, I guess it hates me. I don't. I don't know. You're, you're, yeah, your your devices are on a struggle bus today. Yeah, it's it's okay though, Chris. We understand completely. Stop watching porn on your computer, and then it won't lag up. Actually, I don't watch any on this. To be honest, none, zero. It's like I have a smartphone. Somebody, somebody watch some. Someone's watching. Someone's. You know what? Someone's reading those those Korean cartoons I was telling you about. No. Dear God, no. Oh, man. Ugh. Anyway. What else um, going on in the world, Joe? Uh, so speaking of health, uh, the Biden administration is going to buy Pfizer's antiviral pills for 10 million people. And they're hoping to transform the pandemic, I presume, into a smaller pandemic. <laughs> what it, so it's an antiviral pill that yeah. does, that's doing what? Doing what that we don't have already. Um, it's a five-day antiviral pill regimen. Uh, regimen. Regimen called Paxlovid. Okay. Oh, I get it. These are those those herbal boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> the me- medication is a second easy to take treatment aimed at the newly infected people out of the hospital to go. Wait, what? Aim to get the newly infected people out of the hospital. And get keeping newly infected people out of the hospital to go before the Food and Drug Administration. Okay. The other is by Merck and Ridgeback Biotherapeutics. Well. Which sounds dirty. Well, Joe Rogan told me to take these horse tranquilizers. I don't want to Ridgeback anything. That's and, uh, and, and shoot sunlight up my ass. Uh, that's what Trump told me last. So I'm going to keep doing that. Every day, a little bit of sunlight in the booty hole. And a, and a horse tranquilizer, and I and I have not caught COVID. Look, I've been drinking bleach every day for the past uh, like six months, and I'm fine. I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joey's sigh about our government is hilarious. He's like, huh? I can't. Believe we had we've been fighting about vaccines for the past ye- calendar year, and now they're like, hey, we got an antiviral pill. What was that? Oh, I've been tagged in a post. <laughs> in a post. Also, wow. I was gonna say Warner that's Brothers not me. Is on our ass again. They are. They digging in there for what? My prerogative? Oh, that's right. I'm gonna be on the uh, the periodic table show tomorrow night at uh, in uh, Todd Todd Fleming who was on with us last week. Okay. Oh, uh, just uh, promoted that, and oh, I, that's what that noise was. Was that from my prerogative? They they bust us on? What? My prerogative. Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't exactly tell me when. Speaking uh, speaking of good shows, though, that's a good show. I've yes. done that show. It's really fun. I've heard it, I've heard it's a great show. Uh, congratulations, Joey, for be, getting getting on another show. I'm, I'm waiting for Joey to blow I'm up. Trying to here. stay working. That's that's my new goal. Jo- I'm waiting for Joey to blow up. That way, I can uh, grab onto Joey's coattails. And DJ ride him all the way to the top. I've reached I've reached consistent guest spot comic. Uh-huh. I haven't reached face on the flyer comic. Okay. 
I get the I get the crudely photoshopped side flyer that you can use to promote on your own media. <laughs> That's the best I've gotten. Like I haven't gotten like the I haven't been on the overall on the regular one. Yeah. Okay, we we gonna get there, Joey. First thing we're gonna do get Chris Lawrence to open for you. But but these pills, I we we've just been fighting about vaccines. It just seems if seems anticlimactic for them to be like, yeah, now we're gonna have pills. Yeah. No, I think I think Chip hit hit the nail on the head perfectly. Um, it, I'm pretty sure it's a for people that did get the vaccine but are experiencing some more. Uh, they actually have like symptoms, or for the people that were not vaccinated that got COVID and they're like, here, take this pill. Um, it'll help reduce, you know, the symptoms. I think that's what it is. So it's and like then, virus it, birth control. You can either get a shot in your arm or you can take a pill on a, on a regimen. Yeah, it's plan B. It's plan B it's for plan the people B. that do. Yeah. B. All right. Well. And then plan, plan C is just to throw those people down the fucking stairs. That's what plan C is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, plan C. Didn't work. Um, plan D is a coat hanger in your ear. <laughs> Yeah. Plan D is to give those people late, 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 late term abortion. <laughs> oh my God! This, this is getting is darker going. and darker. <laughs> and I'm the only black one here, so this is you can guys. Tell I've, I've changed my brand of comedy, by the way. <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, what else going on, Joe? Uh, speaking of lethal weapons, there's going to be a fifth one. Fifth. Fifth. There was already a fifth lethal weapon. They did it on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. That's, well, uh, okay. This is non-canon. Mel Gibson presents Lethal yes. Weapon 5. That, that one was non-canon. We will. So, wait. Mel Gibson presents Lethal Weapon 5, so it's just Jesus getting beat for an hour and a half? <laughs> yes. Is that, is that Passions 2? Electric yeah, Passions 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... Just so you can uh, see what we're dealing with here. Oh, I'm let's see it. Going to, this is uh, the initial. How the fuck these th- the three oldest no, human beings? No, that is not real. That, that is not, not real. real. That can't be real, Joey. This hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> How you get a gray mullet? Why does he look like Leslie Nielsen in this photo? <laughs> and first off, Danny Glover actually looks way better than that. Yes, he does. I just find it funny that they have Joe Pesci. Like, I could tell this Joe Pesci peeking between them. <laughs> oh, my God. And what they looks, need to do is... And he looks exactly the same. Yeah. Why does he look like Martin Short from the third Santa Claus movie? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Jack Frost. What is even that? That's not real, is it? That's not real. I don't know. This was in the uh, the uh, article on uh, Big... The The Onion? No, that looks like no, an onion article. No. Uh, <laughs> what's that stupid website? Uh, MovieWeb.com. No, it's definitely fake. That's a MovieWeb, Joey? I don't know. I get it. This is what Facebook gave me. So blame the metaverse. Okay. It's on definitely real movie posters <laughs> dot, dot uh, RU. Here's what <laughs> I can you. tell you. Uh, Lethal Weapon 5 is expected to go straight to streaming on HBO Max. HBO Max? Hobo Max. Hobo Max is putting this on. Okay. Um, and uh, that seems like a good place for it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I've actually – so they put I, – I own all four of them. But they also put them on Peacock, so I watched them again. And i got to tell you, um, 
they they, uh, they all they all hold up, especially the one when they're fighting apartheid in part two holds up. <laughs> um, the one where they're just killing Chinamen left and right holds up in part four. Um, part three, killing the dirty cops. No, that definitely holds up. That that's fine. I'm fine with that. And part one when they're fighting off heroin dealers that only deal to rich people. But Chris, did you think holds that up. the uh, that the TV show held up? You know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I actually refrained from watching the show. I did. Same I here. was like, I, I when I realized that Damon Wayans was old enough to play the too old for this shit cop. I was like, oh, that hurts my heart so bad. That's a that's a Keenan Ivory job. That's not a Damon job. That's a Keenan Ivory job. That did it did that was a kick at first. Once you get past that though, it actually was pretty good. I actually enjoyed it. Okay. For the uh the the three seasons it was on, including the one they did with uh with Sean the, William Scott. Sean William Scott. I always confuse him with Michael K. Thomas for some reason. Because there's the well, three names. Three all white, white people look alike. Let's be honest. Pretty it's much. just three named white guy. I can't. You know. Um. Yeah, Sean William Scott. I thought I thought I liked that character they created for him. I liked that season of the show, but they ended it like they just they. I guess Dame, the, the worst part was they they fired the other guy that they were fighting that you know was pissing everybody off, and specifically Damon Wayans, right? Yeah. And then Damon Wayans because he's like I can't I don't want to do this anymore. Um, uh, it, it's you know I I have diabetes and I'm tired and. <laughs> And that's usually the, the and then they end of... up then he ends up quitting anyway and have to cancel the show because like we can't replace both Riggs and Murtaugh and still call the show Lethal Weapon, but it's probably for the best because I think if that show had been going during the uh, during the the Black Lives Matter protests in 2020, I don't think it would have gone well. Been a problematic ass show. They yeah they, they they shoot a lot of people that are quote unquote criminals and it's just the way that it goes. <laughs> No, it's basically Lethal Weapon has always been just two murderers walking around with badges. Yes. Which, so once again, <laughs> yes. does not does not age well. By the way, in today's society, can you imagine no. a Lethal Weapon five? And no, like exactly, it's not it's not right. Oh, he was running away, but I was terrified, so I shot him in the back twelve times. Oh, that rigs. They always have to get the bad guy by shooting shooting him in the back. Away. Oh my goodness. <sighs> okay, so. New Lethal Weapon, and I, I seriously think uh, it, it, uh, Danny Glover can finally and <laughs> say it with uh, all the gusto in the world and be true in everything he says. He is way too old for this shit. Uh, this cash grab is not going to be fun for anybody. It'll Dude. be it'll be fun for Chris Rock if if they bring Chris Rock back. It, it'll, let's see what happens. You know, it's HBO Max, so you don't have to spend the big dollars to watch it. You know, it's, true. I, I'm willing. I'm willing to give it up, give it a go, and just see what kind of train wreck it is. I'll wait. I'll wait for the Snyder cut. Okay, I'll wait for the Zack <laughs> oh, Snyder Jesus. cut of Lethal Weapon Five, I, which I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure unnecessary slow motion will make it better. A bunch of lens oh, yeah. flares for no reason at all. No, that's uh, no, that's that's Michael that's Bay. JJ Abrams. That's JJ Abrams. And Michael Bay. <laughs> no, no. J.J. Abrams does no. all the lens flares. No, okay. Michael, Michael, uh, Michael Bay does sweaty vision. No, oh, yes. And you know, Michael Bay. Michael Bay sweating. does the sweeps where you see the American flag behind you, like, and they do like the three sixty, like all the time, <laughs> all like the, with Will. Yeah, all the colors are oversaturated, and all the lead actors are sweating the whole movie. 
I don't know why everyone's so shiny in Michael Bay movies. Anyway. Throws baby oil on them. And what's on next? <laughs> exactly what it is. Speaking of baby oil, Holly Berry. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of it, goddammit. Uh, so recently she was on The Breakfast Club. Talking and, to Charlemagne the God? And she, so she's got a new movie coming out called Bruised. Um, okay. Which sounds like... Uh, <laughs> That's <Hallmark>. about... <laughs> it, that sounds like a Lifetime movie, if any, I've ever heard of one. Uh, Bruised? Bruce yeah. sounds like her vagina after Monsters Ball, oh. after Billy Bob Thornton got done with her. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Wow. Wow, Chris. Yeah. Wow. Because in, in that movie, Billy did not know how to fuck. <laughs> he just, that was just not he was not he was not good at that at all. That was a horrible that was a horrible having sex with a beautiful woman. Uh, but, hey, so he got to. <laughs> but do you know who did the soundtrack for this movie? Who? Uh, Cardi B has, yes, uh, and during her appearance on The Breakfast Club, Holly said, quote, I would like to say thank you to Cardi B. She was my partner in crime. I reached out to her. Of course, she's the queen of hip hop. I reached out to Cardi and we paired and created a soundtrack and an album that is not only historic, but I think it is a beautiful backdrop for this story. Okay. Bruise must be about a prize fighter. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm trying to figure out what this movie's about now. Because hearing the name, you think it's a woman getting her ass beat, knowing who Halle Berry is. But nah, you don't think I so? I have no idea. Nah, I don't know. I mean, it could be about a be about a stock trader for all I know. Because you know, with Cardi B involved, you know she's making money moves. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you sound like Count Chocula? <laughs> making <laughs> making so, money moves. So fans weren't. <laughs> So there's been a lot of dispute of of, of her queen of hip hop status. Okay. Um, no, she's absolutely not the queen of hip hop. Are you kidding me? Who's well, the current queen of hip hop? Hold on. There doesn't need um, to be a current queen. The queen of hip hop, of course, is uh, Little Kim. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, it's Little Kim. No, she's the queen of the bees. <laughs> she's she's the queen Wait. bee. Because you want to bumble with the bee, huh? Bzz, what? That, Put that, a hex on your whole family. family. Was there was, was there a did she get stung? Is that how all this happened? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, uh, in less tragic news, um, uh, so Cardi B responded on Twitter saying, "I know some of you girls like to tussle over this type of childish shit, but NTM on Holly Berry. Anyway, her movie Bruise dropping that she directed herself on Netflix November twenty fourth. The twenty first. First. What day, what day is 21st, it? Um, <laughs> The first female rap movie soundtrack we produced together is out this Friday. But um, that's how I can hear her saying it, though. It's yeah. coming out on the 21st. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, so then here's, here's, where, here's where it comes full circle. Okay. Holly Berry then went on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Okay. And this, was, this is the fucking moonwalk back of all walkbacks. Here's her quote. You know, I do stand by my comments, but here's the thing. There's room for more than one queen people. That's what we needed to need to know. Nicki Minaj is a queen in her own right. Her is a queen in her own right. All these ladies are queens. There can always be more than one. Queen is a term no. that we use no. to describe. Show me a country that has more than one queen. Yeah. What, what are you, what are you oh. even talking about? Oh, yeah, it's bullshit. It's total. It's punt. That's a punt. You know, like how England has three queens? You know, that works. You know, it's perfect. That's not a punt, Joey. Um, that is a that is a that is surrender. Uh, that is I'm not gonna get 
trounced anymore on on black twitter um y'all need to stop harassing me on my phone uh stop talking about me i love all people (laughs) Can, can you imagine though like just imagine if she just went total ham and like during that walk back be like look you're right Nicki minaj eve Taylor Swift. These are all the queens of hip hop. Can you can you imagine? <laughs> that would have been if she was on the Doc County podcast. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> these are all the queens of hip hop. She should have doubled down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If she if if she, and, and here's the thing, Holly. If you're listening, Holly. Um, first off, uh, drop that old guy. That guy. His face looked very grizzled. Uh, when you took that Valentine's Day picture, drop him. He he don't need to be around you no more. Uh, secondly, if you wanna if you wanna speak your mind and not be abashed by the by the world and the media and have them uh them them jump on you for no reason, come to the Dad Comedy Podcast. Cause I cause over here, Joey, we ain't doing nothing but letting your letting your speech be free. Cause you can tell the world, hey, guess what? Guess what? Cardi B's the best. And you know what Joey's going to say? Well, I think Nicki Minaj is the best. And we're all going to say we don't give a fuck who the best is as long as they don't put out no more stripper music. And stop selling me hot sauce at McD- at, uh, Burger- at Popeye's, weirdo Megan Thee Stallion. I like Megan Thee Stallion over either of them anyway. But Why? I'm, I'm not saying she's – I'm going to give her a queen of hip-hop, though. Why, would, why, would you, why do you like Megan Thee Stallion? Nothing to do with her art. Uh, <laughs> Like this is the that thing. People do. still say people still say that like Mariah Carey is the queen. I don't know if she's like the queen of Christmas now or the queen of something else. But like, <laughs> like she's the queen of the, I don't want I don't want to I don't want to hear this this music in the store no more. She, she's then the, what is what is what is what is Beyonce the queen of then? Because she's the queen of some. Is it not? Is it R and B? Is it pop? What is she the queen of? She's Queen B. Yeah, but what is it the queen, queen of? of the Bayhive. She's queen of the Beehive. Don't talk. We can't talk about Beyonce on this podcast now. We that that will get no. Us but no, I'm that. no, I'm not trying to be. No, no, no. Chris, I, she's your super computer's talented. gonna your computer's gonna shut down on you. You start talking about Beyonce. Like, no, you, but you, what I'm saying is, okay, if she's the queen, what what genre of music is she the queen of? R and B pop. R and B pop. Okay, yeah. so. That doesn't have like a great ring of what well, anyway, but <laughs> pop, like, pop and B. Like how but also how does someone that's only been in the game legitimately for like four or five years, I'm talking about Cardi B, is automatically the queen not automatically, but she's labeled the queen of hip hop. Like how is that a thing? Well that's because there's nothing really out she's in doing the mainstream. More right now. And she's doing the most. Well, so she's winning by attrition. Yes, maybe she's queen. She's she's yeah. Here's, here's it. She's queen of hip hop 2021. Yes, just like Chris, you were the king of dot comedy comedy competitions 2015. <laughs> um, but I'm the champion of comic genius. Okay, this is a real belt. Oh right shit! Here. You got a belt? Don't 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 award shame us. Don't show us real belts, goddammit. That's not what we're supposed to do here. We're <laughs> supposed to celebrate. <laughs> that's like that's like being like, look, I am the queen of... Uh, that's like me being like, look, I am the king of polka music from Madison, Wisconsin uh, during the year of 2020. Like, oh, but I think come on. You, I, mean, I think you could look at it year to year. There's always like someone, someone, someone was the top of the game that year. 
I would say era to era. You could do that too. I'm just saying it depends on what. But let's just well let's all just a be clear of then. Time thing, right? It's always just over what period of time. But this era of hip hop is garbage. Well, that's not <laughs> no one's in que- no one's questioned that, Chris. No one said it was great. There have there not been like shitty rulers before? Like we act like there haven't been horrible kings. Yeah, Caligula. Well, then she is the King Joffrey of queens of hip hop. King, king doesn't is... mean you're good at anything. It just means that you have a title for the cool. I'm queen of this pile of shit. That's <laughs> fantastic. She put her foot down and put her flag in. That she is the what, queen. Whatever. I mean, this, this, yeah. Okay. Who cares? I I'm, mean, we're I'm spending more, too much time. You know what? Holly Berry's the queen of bullshit. Calling this, walking this story back. <laughs> you know who Holly Berry is the queen of? Queen of uh, dreams and blow. Dude, I would, blow? I would just love to have Halle Berry on a podcast, and I would literally do a deep dive for three hours on her appearance in. Um, Flintstones, the movie. I would just talk about that for three hours. I'd be like, let's talk about how desperate you were for a role. <laughs> and let's talk about you starring opposite John Goodman, who, by the way, he is the queen of hip-hop in my mind. <laughs> and, and, you know, you got, you got Rick Moranis, RIP to his career, and, um, and then you got... Oh God, Kyle McLaughlin! <laughs> Why did I just turn this into a Flintstones podcast? But seriously, <laughs> I could talk about this with her for three hours mm-hmm. because I remember watching that movie as a kid, and I had feelings that I had never felt before um, watching her because I'm like, "Wow, she was very she was she was the eye candy in that film." She, and also, the B-52s were in that movie. That's a whole different story. She anyway. she she not was eye candy. She still is. Halle Berry is still hot. She's in my top five. She's like, yeah, she is like the queen. <laughs> queen of hot shits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, Joey, Halle Berry aside, what else is going on in the world, man? Uh, me and Bialik is stirring up shit at Jeopardy. Okay, so did they give man, her Man, she job? really blossomed into that role. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so... They uh, had uh, so apparently, like she's at odds with the uh, production staff. Okay. Over the last couple of months, um, OK Magazine's reporting that some of the alleged issues behind the scenes of Jeopardy seem to stem from me and Bialik not adhering to the aspects of the fashion elements on the show, <laughs> bringing eccentricity to it that hadn't been the case with Trebek. She want Earth tones. So the issue is is that she is not getting tailored suits she's getting off the rack suits. <laughs> I guess. second second let's just let's just take a step back for a second now who would have thought like if you were to say to me hey chris what what game shows do you think are going to have the most drama surrounding them in the back like you'd be like oh yeah fear factor joe rogan was a crazy person Oh, I'm sure who wants to be a millionaire was crazy and da 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 da. And then you're like Jeopardy. Oh, Alex Trebek's great. Yeah, but what if I were to tell you that Aaron Rodgers was a host on uh, Jeopardy and uh, he didn't believe in vaccinating. And uh, we also had uh, the guy who was going to be the host turned out to be uh, basically Matt Lauer light. And uh, 
And and now Maya Bialik is a complete diva backstage or whatever. What she wants to wear scarves or something? I say look. <laughs> I say look. If you want to dress like Stevie Nicks and host the show, just go for it. I don't give a shit. Come on. I mean, she's she's a person. Let her do her thing. Pretty much. Really. I think people are making drama out of nothing. Like Jeopardy yeah. doesn't need to have. And if there's this much drama around Jeopardy, they just need to pull the plug. I don't know what much, the hell. They're much doing. like most of the viewers of Jeopardy, they just need to pull the plug. That seems like a really weird thing for them to like report. Like that was a weird. Like I'm a little mad at the the headline on this because that's it. She's, she won't wear the wardrobe they set out. She won't wear the bland colors. So now she she wants vibrant. Like colors go with her vibrant life, I guess. She's still a deadpan human being. She's she's a neurosurgeon. It's like just just answer the question. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> just read. Just look. Read from the card. It, like also, like what do they want her to do? Grow a mustache? She's not going to be Alex Trebek. I don't understand. You know who like, she's you're... not? Lavar Burton, who they should have given the damn, the damn job, job to. Yeah, but he did okay. He did okay. Yeah, like we, I'm not. I'm not saying based on anything that happened recently. Just on like, being Levar Burton. Being Levar should have got him alone. that job. Yeah. And I, and I I believe Chip Jones has said it said it apropoly. Trebek was murdered. Uh, he was murdered by Mayan Bialik and uh, and uh, who was that? Uh, what's that? That one dude that won said all that once, money. I'll say it again. What woman or the devil? <laughs> No, Trebek was murdered, all right. Murdered by cancer. Um, that is absolutely positively true. Okay. <laughs> but, Joey, what else is going on, man? Lacing his cards. For <laughs> slowly over a number of years. What'd you say? They're lacing his cards slowly over a number of years. Carcinogens. Yeah. <laughs> With cigarette carcinogens. <laughs> oh, man. What else is going on, Joe? Uh, so, um... I don't know if you guys have heard there was a uh, there was a music festival recently. Was that uh, fire festival? <laughs> Let's talk about current events. Fire festival, right? Uh, Job rule, am I right? No, I heard was... fire. I heard fire festival was murder. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you mean the uh, what was that called? The the it Travis was, Scott one? Actually, uh, no. It was called. It was called the Welcome to Rockville Festival. Oh, yeah, this one. But it took place in Daytona Beach. <laughs> of course. Of course. What was this festival like? Every, every great thing happens in, in Florida, by the way. Was every it, great thing. Was it headlined by OAR? Like, none of this makes sense, <laughs> but then all of a sudden all of it makes sense. Um, so there was, a, uh, there was a performance by a band named... Uh, Brass Against. Okay. Which is a jazz band. And during their performance, the lead singer, Sophia Eurista, invited a fan on stage and urinated on his face. Oh, my goodness. Was she sitting on his face to urinate? No, she kind of popped the squat. And then she kicked him off the stage. Okay. Uh... So, so I I oh. watched this video on YouTube. Of course you did, Chris. You seem like the guy that will watch this video on for YouTube. for research purposes of this <laughs> very topic. And one, not only first off, this band Brass Against is a like a cover band. They like cover heavy metal and like new metal songs. Like a lot of it is like Rise Rage Against the Machine, hence the Brass Against. Okay. And 
And I, thought I watched a couple of, of their videos. I mean, they're a decent. They're a decent band, and they're actually going to be opening for Tool when they go on tour next, um, next, uh, next winter. I mean, next year, early next, next year. year, whatever. And basically, she invited up him on stage. This big dude, like he's Jack, like not Jack, but he's a big, bald headed. It was white Louis C.K. We could be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was Donald Trump. And um, he had because it's Florida. So here's the uh, fun part. He also had a camera mounted to his head. Oh my goodness! That I did not know. About. Yeah, there's some, but new I de- did... there's some new details coming out. So you can see, see, wee wee. She called him up to the stage while they were covering Rage Against the Machines. Machine, uh, Rage Against the Machines. Wake up! She then yes. told him to lie down. Killing him in yes. the name and of. And she pulled That's out her it, pants and it. peed on his face. The man, seemingly thrilled by the act, then proceeded to stand up. And spit the liquid into the audience. Yeah, dude. He no, no. This is the thing. He shook it off like a like a wet dog. Like he sh- he did one of these things like into the crowd, and it was. And then she's like, "Get security! Get this guy off the stage!" I'm like, "Why are you calling security on this guy? He's clearly not a harm at all. He's not a threat." He's. But yeah, I'm just like, it's wow. Loaf. But you know what? Gives a new definition to the term cover band. You know what I mean? Because he was covered. And also, come on, let's talk about her last name being Eurista. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Little on the nose. Little on the nose. And tying this back up to a previous topic, actually, she is partners with a very prominent fitness coach for Peloton. Oh. <laughs> whose name is Jess King. I looked this up. See, I do my research, my friends. Good job. I do my research. Thank you. Here's my favorite Rage song. Oh, that's not going to play around. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was coming through. Um, according to a Daytona Beach police spokesperson, Masad Bendayan confirmed that police received a message that the department's Facebook account about the incident. Bendayan then told the person to file a report, which she did. Uh, quote, I did get one like that, and I told her to file a report, and she did, stated Bintan. Why did they write that and then write that quote? Like, that's the exact same sentence. <laughs> I Well, what I told her was to Good job, file a report, and she did. did. Also, also, let's talk about... In Florida, like the fine is actually could be up to one year in jail and a thousand dollars for peeing uh, on someone. Well, no, for exposing your genitals to someone in public. Yeah, it's and I'm just like, first off, I thought that was like their state flag in Florida. Like, I really like, I thought that that was like Florida's state bird was just a woman or a man showing their genitals. I mean, it's it's the Florida woman. Yeah, it's well, and it's also like Spring Break Central, and you know, it's it's Florida. Yeah. So everything terrible co- happens in Florida. Look at the yeah. Island Boys. Okay, so this it's, is <laughs> this is yeah. That, that's the thing. This whole story kind of like it 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 kind of makes sense in Rockville, and it kind of makes sense in Florida, and the fact that it was somehow combined both uh, is just magical. Um, was OAR there though? That's, that's no Rockville, as in like rock, like rock and roll. I oh, think okay. other, like Nine Inch Nails and stuff were on this. Were on the uh, bill. But the best part about it is, Joey. I don't know if you read this. Apparently, after after the their set, she apparently cleaned it up. <laughs> she apparently was yeah. there with like a sham wow 
like all like the <laughs> stage like cleaning it up after the fact, which is just an amazing thing. Well, so here's 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 the the quote. So they well, first of all, the so the, it was actually Florida Statute eight hundred dot oh three makes it unlawful to force someone to expose his or her sexual organs in public or on the private premises of another or so near to their sorry so near there too as to be seen from such private premises in a vulgar or indecent manner the the crime of indecent exposure is punishable by up to a year in jail or a thousand dollar fine uh so more details. Eurista, Eurista told the audience she had to use the bathroom, and then said, "Get my man with the can on his head ready, because we're going to bring him on stage, and I'm a piss in his motherfucker's mouth." She added, "I gotta pee, and I can't make it to the bathroom, so we might as well make a show out of it." How drunk was she? Well, also like the rest of the band was like, by the way. We didn't expect this to happen. And <laughs> we want to be booked again. <laughs> yeah, they said we had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. And it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. <laughs> you rock, Daytona. <laughs> Yeah, and then it, they, they, the band did reply severely. And by bringing it, we mean the toilet paper. Thank you so much for bringing it. She uh, said that she got caught up in the moment. Like, what moment was that? R. Kelly's <laughs> closet? Like, what are we doing? Oh, my God. Someone paid piss on you. <laughs> yeah. Drip, drip, drip. Drip, 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 drip. Oh, should we watch the video? No. No, we don't need to. We don't need to. Don't do it. <laughs> It's actually. <laughs> actually they it. have they have I they have multiple versions of it on YouTube. Like oh, this it's might like be the this... one that was on his head. No, it's not. Okay, I dude, I doubt her. that you. I, I doubt I, that you'll I, see I, that version. I don't want to doubt... see a metal chick's vagina. That is not. That is the last thing I want to see. That is, that is way too much hair for one place to be. <laughs> no. Well, first off, a you don't know that. You know that Jada Pinkett was like the lead singer of like a uh, metal band for a while, right? Okay, I don't want to see her vagina either. <laughs> Even if it's bald as the top of her head right now, I don't want to see her vagina either. <laughs> oh my god, the comments on this video. <laughs> the first one listed, I am very impressed by the amount of water that is coming out of her. What the f- That's a European. That's a European. Dude, that's the other thing. Oh, never mind. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> Someone wrote this would make a good South Park episode. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a South Park episode. Are you kidding me? No, like, no. Cartman's going to piss on somebody. <laughs> or, like, uh, Kyle's dad probably will do it. This is, this is amazing because there's, like, I, I just wouldn't expect Like, there's a saxophone, a trombone, a tuba, and another trumpet. And then there's, like, just pee everywhere. It's <laughs> pee all over the place. Yeah, it's like James Brown's backing band with a chick just, like, pissing on a dude's face. Uh, well, that's going to bring me nightmares tonight. What else is going on in the world, Jeff? <laughs> oh, it's Still a biker. On. It's a biker with a GoPro on his head. He was a biker. That guy was a biker, too. Yeah. There's no way that that video is going to be, you, you're never going to get that video. No. Ever. They bought that video already. Oh, no, he, he it wasn't, uh, the video, the camera's now off his head, and, yep, 
There it goes. Oh, wow. She put like a full profile squat for the audience. Like I can see two people's heads. <laughs> and oh, there it goes. Wow. Oh, it's uh, you can just put like that scene in Flashdance. Like she's a maniac <laughs> to this. <laughs> They, that's what they should have oh, been man, covering. Oh man, that's actually that's actually a solid idea. Actually. That's what they should have been covering when they aired this. Oh my goodness! And I like how the bands just keep playing. <laughs> the bands. That's play. how you know they're professionals. They're like, okay, it's like the, it's like the Titanic. They're playing while the ship goes down. <laughs> they're like, it's been my pleasure playing with you this evening. Oh Jesus. <laughs> If, 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 if the world doesn't notice, uh, DJ Marcus is not down with the piss play. Uh, I don't like people pissing on people. That is not my thing. I, I've never been into it. Uh, You're more of a scat guy. No, nah, I, uh, I don't like. I don't like anything from that old, that area. Sexually, oh, I no. like. Oh, wait, no, that's that's not what I meant to say. But comedically, <laughs> you like you, you like piss comedically. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't see how it's not hilarious. It's not funny to me, man. Pissing on people ain't funny. I think people wanting to get pissed on is funny. Okay, that that, that I can I can I can attest to that. That is funny because I'm like that person's stupid, but it's, but the act of actually peeing on people is disgusting to me. I don't I've never been into it. I I can't I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Uh, but what else going on in the world, Joe? How did she know he'd be <laughs> still on this, Joey? What the fuck else is going on no, in the world? Like think about that. She called out the guy. She like. This guy, I'm gonna piss in his mouth, and like, like, how did she know that he was gonna be like, um, no, you're not. Like, you know that guy, because you know when she said it, she was like, he was like, that guy, that guy wants it. He could, you could tell when that guy really wants to do something. He, he's in, he's all in. I mean, like, he did look like Louis C.K. Um, anyway, <laughs> the uh, so remember we, recently we said uh, that there was that whole uh, UN Elon Musk. Yeah, uh, back and forth. Twitter challenge. Yes. Uh, the UN has responded to Elon Musk. Okay, so they got a plan. They have a plan. $6.6 billion. The UN's food assistance branch, the World Food Program, laid Programma. out how it would believe $6.6 billion in funding could prevent 42 million people across 43 countries from starving in 2022. The head of the WFP, David Beasley, called out Musk, the world's richest person by far, in a tweet announcing the proposal okay so they only feed how many how many people are they saying are starving 42 million uh it was 42 million 42 million people are starving across 43 countries so the key on this is from starving to death <laughs> yeah and the and the key too is Six point six billion to save forty two million people from starving in twenty twenty two. So it's not even for life. So what the <laughs> fuck? They're like, okay, you're you're set for a year. Let me tell yeah. you, for a year you're gonna be eating like, you know, a person. After that, uh, don't know what to tell you. You know what my question is? What happened to all those all those uh fourteen cents a day that we were sending them Africans? Uh, <laughs> back in the early, 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 late nineties. Uh, I mean, if they if they actually solved world hunger, then they wouldn't have jobs. So, what do you think they're doing, dude? If Sally Struthers was doing this, <laughs> Sally Struthers was eating all the food. South Park oh. already solved that. 
Sally Struthers was Sally Struthers was out here Dude, hustling. You know what? That's messed up because Sally Struthers is the queen of hip hop. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. What else going on, Jeff? You know, she's making money moves. <laughs> she's making money moves. Are there any of those money moves for for world hunger? <laughs> she's got those bloody shoes. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Um, you sound more wait. and more like the more you say those lyrics, you sound more and more like Count Dracula. Like, <laughs> every time you say it, he's it's making like, money move. <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your body shoes. Uh, do you want to get your ass to Mars? Yes. Uh, get your ass to Mars, Cohagen. <laughs> it turns out Elon Musk may have found a way. To uh, to help you get to their uh, million strong city on Mars by 2050, uh, it revealed in more details last week about how regular citizens could take part in humanity's multi-planetary future. While the riches could afford to pay for the trip up front, Musk is proposing a loan system where visitors would work in the Mars city to pay back the cost of the flight. Well, so that's slavery. called indentured servitude, yeah. Yeah, and that is illegal. Yeah, not on Mars. I'm surprised he isn't like, look, guys, I, I came up with a great idea. I was watching this great documentary on Netflix called Squid Game. Uh, basically, what we're going to do is you and 100 friends get to compete over who gets to go to Mars. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be the guy that shoots every single person. That's literally what would happen because the only people who can go to Mars are rich people. Yeah. And so, of course, they're going to have Squid Games. How else will they remain entertained? Like, that's how the whole, that's how that happens. That's how Squid Game happens. <laughs> Dude, that is literally Total Recall, though. Like, the rich people had air, and everyone else was, like, in, like, that other, you know, the, the, the other. Um, Damn it! Di- district. The other district with the three-breasted woman, you know? They cannot breathe, Kohagen. Give them the air. Give them the air. Give him the air! Give him the air! Give him the air! I'm without my mask! February, in February 2019, Musk suggested that a return ticket would cost around $500,000, possibly even dropping to $100,000 over time. At a 2016 conference, Musk said his goal was to reach around $200,000 to meet the median cost of a house in the United States. Musk has suggested the total cost of developing the city would come somewhere between $100 billion and $10 trillion. What the fuck? That's a deficit. No, 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 no. That is, that's not an estimate. <laughs> no, no. That's like when they the tell you in like in those that parenting. Money. Yeah, that's, that's that, a lot of money. That's like when they tell you in those parenting books, like, oh, when your child, when you bring your newborn home, uh, your baby will either sleep uh, for one hour during the night or 18 hours during the night. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a safe safe range, sure. Make sure uh-huh. you check their breathing. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, why are we still giving these people, like, th- this attention? Like, they, they are not building, they're not coming up with a Mars colony for regular people they're not coming up with um you know going into space for regular people okay it's it's just not but the, you, you, you don't fly on bezos's whatever blue dolphin or whatever he's calling it to, to you're not like you and i it's not designed for you and i but the thing it's about not, it 
it's not designed for them either because we're not going to get there in their lifetime. It's I mean, not. It's not. We're not going to get to to Mars in their lifetime. We, we got to get there first. And the but like first of all, Mars is like a fifth of the size of Earth. It's not. It's much smaller. Yes. Secondly, it's not a paradise. Third of all, it has less gravity, so you're going to have all kinds of funky health issues. Yes. Like, there's a number of things that don't like aren't a given here. There's also not air there at all. <laughs> do Do you want to know why we don't deserve? To colonize Mars, I'll tell you what. Just we also. Should I was when I took my kids to the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum when they were way younger, right? When the, before they did the remodeling, they had like the little, like this little computer game, like colonize Mars. How would you colonize Mars? And it's like put the power plane up, put this up, and then put the Mars burger stand up. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're talking fast food already. Like, <laughs> we, we didn't learn anything on Earth. It's Mars and we're automatic. And by the way, it was sponsored by McDonald's. Okay, so we should just, like, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve, why are we going to another planet? Like, so, we, we have screwed this one up so badly. Like, we're going to go over there and be like, oh, trust me, we learned from our mistakes. Let's put the, up uh, the Taco Bell right the, over there. Because the dirt is redder on the other side of the hill. Um, the, <laughs> Look, it's only it, – Mars is only a paradise if Matt Damon is there. Here's okay, the, let's right. just be honest. Here's the logical conclusion about what Mars should be. We should take all our industrial shit and send it there because there's resources there and there's no atmosphere. So – the, like, it actually needs pollution. Like, pollution would actually... Like, greenhouse gases would help it tremendously. Yeah, true. And what you do is, is you set up an army of clones to actually work the industry on Mars. No, no. And um, we'll call them replicants. And <laughs> then what you do is you have special police officers called... Let's call them Blade Runners, uh, who go and hunt them down after their expired life. So it's lethal weapon I've, in space. <laughs> that, weapon this space. is lethal weapon five. <laughs> lethal weapon. Let's just have lethal Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Can you imagine lethal weapon five like Mars, and it's just Danny Glover and lethal and 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 and, and like Danny Glover and Mel Gibson just murdering people <laughs> in a pod. and Joe Pesci just doing a quip like they fuck you, they fuck you, they fuck you in Mars, they fuck you. <laughs> And it's just it's Mel Gibson, Danny Glover trying to murder Matt Damon. Yeah, they fuck you with the oxygen tank. They gr- fuck you. They fuck you. They fuck you. Well, he tries. Well, gross potatoes. Well, he tries to tries to under uh, to have an underground potato farm. <laughs> um, yeah. So here's here's the difference. Um, one hundred billion, by the way, is point uh, oh one of ten trillion. That's a one one hundredth of a trillion of, ten, of a trillion of ten trillion. Ten trillion. One one hundred. If you like were uh, had a hundredth, like if, if you had it, it like it's like like a dollar for every. Uh, it's either it's gonna. So if I told you, hey, we're gonna go get Frosties, and it's either gonna cost us a dollar or uh, or a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh no, a thousand dollars. No, it's a hundred. One one hundred. Why? Wh- but here's my thing. Why aren't we just like saying let's colonize the moon? Let's take baby steps. Let's like first get back onto the moon, do that, 
Because there's, no, there's nothing on the moon. There's, no, there's, nothing, there's nothing on fucking Mars either. <laughs> listen. Listen. There might be people Here's on Here's the bottom line. We've been married to Earth for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And we've, you know, the, the moon's always been the side chick, but we've already hit that. So there's not really much interest in, like, it wasn't really that great. You know, they just was it just was something. And now they're looking for that new new. And, like, the only reason they're excited about Mars is because it's new new. Like, after they hit it once, they're really not going to want to go back. It's red. See, it's, it's, it's that red girl. Look, I'm, I'm not they haven't saying. haven't had a red girl before. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What else going on, Jeff? Uh, so, um, versus. So, like, can you imagine we colonize Mars uh-huh. and then we hold a concert on Mars called Rockville and then. <laughs> A jazz musician pisses on an astronaut because you know, you know the like freaking um, what's his face will do some weird shit like that. Um, not Jeff Bezos, uh, Elon, Elon Musk. You'd be like, look, getting pissed on—that's just an extra hundred dollars on Mars. <laughs> like, come on, it's gonna happen in slow motion because there's less gravity. Less gravity, so, so it'll fall out <laughs> a slower rate. It'll be. I, and just, they go everywhere. Just something you haven't thought about, folks. You pee slower on Mars. <laughs> you don't have the natural stream you normally do. Got it. Your poops will also be slower. Uh, oh, no. Ooh, that got, that's going to hurt. Think about that before you go there. Uh, man. What else going on, Jim? Uh, so, uh, Versus has announced a new battle. Yes. Shaka Khan versus Stephanie Mills. Oh, this I was, week, I, I was talking about Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia. Oh that, yeah, that sounds like a battle across time. It, it, <laughs> a battle across time. Like, aren't they like a decade apart? No. In no, they're they they came up around the same time. They came out they came out around the same time, but their popularity hit different times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bone yes. Thugs hit in like the mid '90s, and Three Six hit in the mid 2000s. Yeah, they hit they hit mainstream popularity in the mid 2000s. There's like a decade of break between their breakouts. Because, yeah. but didn't they do one that was similar? Like it was like the Locks and um, Dipset. Dipset, I mean, those were kind of the same thing. It was like they were, like like you said, a battle across time. <laughs> I'm just imagining like like a knight versus like a Highlander. Like, <laughs> we are against those thugs. Here's my prediction. Bone Thugs and Harmony... But they're not going to have Busy Bone. They're not? I don't think so. Because I think they kicked Busy out because he's had a lot of problems. Uh, but, like, let's be honest. Busy is probably the best of the, the bones. Busy Bone? Yeah, Busy's the one, like, you want a bag, you want a bag, you want a bag, so that guy. That's no, I think Busy would be there. They were originally supposed to have a battle in April, and it's been postponed until now. And it, but it wasn't going to be a versus. It was just going to be a battle. They were going to battle? 
It was, I, I guess that's what it says. Oh man, that's what, the, that's what Billboard.com says. So I I predict that Bone Thugs and Harmony will beat Three Six Mafia December second. It'll be my brother's birthday. Happy birthday! Here's this rap group that had an amazingly huge hit in the 1990s. And I still can't name I can't name a single Three Six Mafia hit. Oh, I got one for you. Issues in the house. <laughs> what is that? That's Chris. Is there a small child running across the desk? Like, what's happening over Chris there? Chris masturbating on the other oh, side. Oh, this? This is me. This? No, it sounds like someone's... No, oh. that's it. Here, here's, Sorry. Here's some 364. I, I don't think it's the pen. Oh, I do know uh, this. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, again, Bone Dogs and Harmony is going to beat them. Yeah. Or. Slop on my knob, like corn on the cob. Check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask, don't have to beg. Again. Sex is my game. Let's call I, I'm, I'm still Let's gonna. I'm, I'm still with Chris on this. Okay. Dude, also, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony had, like, I think, two or three songs featured on soundtracks for movies. I feel like, so did 3 6. I feel like three, here's, here's what I, here I think. I think 3 6 might have a volume advantage. Yes. Because they put out a thousand damn albums. Right, but. Like a quality over quantity advantage is definitely Bone Thugs and like Bone Thugs has actually three six won a um won a, the, M, uh, the Grammy. Grant, oh wait, they no, wait they no three six Oscar. won, won an, Oscar. an Oscar for that uh, Hustle and Grind movie, right? Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Grind. That was uh that was a R. Kelly movie. It's one of his one of his private stash movies. Hustle and Grind. Hustle and grind. That's just I'm just being repetitive at that point. It was a hustle. Hustle and grind is a hustle and flow uh, porno featuring arc. <laughs> um, no, but um, Crossroads it should be worth like five of their hit though. Like, yeah, I can see that. There's not name name one that name one that three six has that comes remotely close, but that's my fear is like they still if you're doing one to one that can only wait you know it's like having a joke having like four spades and the other guy has you know you have the a four, full house you have the four highest spades and then the other guy has the rest of the spades. Mm-hmm. You know it's, hard out here for it's my theme song. So I go to work so every morning. that song, that song, yes. But again, for pimp. That's a Terrence Howard track. <laughs> that is not Terrence Howard. <laughs> for them to win, for them to win, Terrence Howard has to come out in the uh, War Machine armor. I was gonna say he has to come out dressed as War Machine. <laughs> 
Come on, and he man. has to say, and he has to say, "Mang," like he did in Dead Presidents. Come on, Mang. Come on, come like on, man. Come on, man. Tony, Tony, yeah. man. Just, just let me have the armor, man. <laughs> that was that was a uh, Iron Man two. Yeah. <laughs> was him begging for armor with what Tony Stark? Iron Man two. Come on, man. That's why they cut it. It's oh. <laughs> like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I got you. I, I pulled you out that desert, Tony, man. <laughs> Oh man, but Joey, so three you, you got three six you got um sorry uh, you got Bone Thugs winning that one. I do. All right. I, I hope. As more of a rooting interest than a actual, I know the math means that that math says three six is gonna win. Three six. No. No. Three no. six is gonna win because three six is gonna pull out features that Bone Thugs can't. That's what I'm saying. Like they could pull out MGK. Uh, first off. You're forgetting the biggest hip hop collaboration of all time. Bone and Biggie. Uh, Bone and Biggie's. If they pull that Biggie Smalls, I think they deserve to win. Or Bone um, and Tupac. I'm Bone still... and Phil Collins. Bone and Collins. Dude, look it nice. up, man. It's called Bone Thugs and Harmony Home. Just, just look it up, please. And then when you watch the YouTube video, you're gonna be just amazed by the whole thing. Now just I, please now look I... it up. Now I just remembered. Uh, you know how you know how Bone Thugs can win. They can pull out that feature track that Chris did with them for the uh, dot comedy music competition. Oh yeah, actually, this whole time I was thinking about that. And by the way, fuck you because you know what? I get points for being. I should get a ten just on the creativity because I didn't repeat the song that I did the week prior because I could have bodied people with the song that I did the week prior. That's fair. Yeah, here, listen to this right here. It sounds like a Phil Collins song. It does. It is Dude, they, they sample Take Me Home by okay. Phil Collins. Just watch. Just listen. Just wait for the hook. I love it. I don't want to. Just wait. I feel like I feel like a movie's rolling credits right now. Like an episode of NYPD Blue. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to make a movie just so this can roll during the credits. Or New York Undercover. Just, this- just wait, just wait. Oh, come on. Okay, I like it. I've heard it. I re- now I remember it, but it just—it's—it's. It's... And and dude, and the best part about it is the video that they did with him. They, Phil Collins insisted that they film it in London. So it's them like just walking around London with Phil Collins, and Rapping. Phil's like standing in yeah, the background, just like. I remember that. I remember that video. Laughing at that video when I first saw it, and going. Why the fuck is Phil Collins with Bone Thugs and Harmony, dude? In London, <laughs> like, like it looks like they're sightseeing, yeah. talking about guns. <laughs> dude, it's genius. It's genius level. It's like genius level shit. It's magical. They're gonna play that they're, and fuck the whole concert up. <laughs> dude, they're playing. They're, they would be playing 
3D chess if they were able to do that. Oh yeah, if they were to get Phil Collins to come Dude, out on that stage, I'm seeing I'm seeing Genesis on Thursday in DC. Phil Collins will be stateside in December. Make it fucking happen. That's all I'm trying to is say. Is that a real? Is that a real Genesis, or is this like the remaining members? Because didn't that? Whole it's band no. Show? It's the Phil Collins era of Genesis. Peter Gabriel won't be there, but it's everyone else. Are you sure this isn't Leviticus? Peter, Peter Gabriel's busy shocking his monkey somewhere. <laughs> He's busy uh, hitting uh, people over the head with a sledgehammer. Oh, that's what I heard. Ooh. Sounds bad, bad. All right, Joey, what else is going on in the world, man? That was my theme song for like a whole year. Shock the monkey? No. Or sledgehammer? Sledgehammer. Did it, did it, did it. Okay, do you have to play that one too, Marcus? I, 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 I don't, he has nah, I don't have that one. He's not really it, that's, that that's, not deep, that's, deep, that's a deep cut for DJ Marcus. I don't have well, you had the Bone Thugs and Harmony Phil Collins collab. I'm just mad that we never finished writing that uh, See You at the Buffet parody. See you at the buffet. See you won't be hungry. Dude, I'm sorry. Clog Roads was a, was a goddamn uh, classic, okay? I don't disagree. But, See you at the clog roads, clog roads, clog See you at the buffet was very 2020. And we missed the opportunity. Because all the buffets closed down. Yes. Dude, Golden Corral at a Rumble Mills, I can tell you, is doing alive and well right now. Um, They're doing are. just fine. This, is, this was a good song. I like this song. The video for this was trippy as fuck. <laughs> it was basically like stop motion and his head and it just kept turning into different shit and there was like a, a train going around his head at one point yeah it was really there was a lot of things swirling around a lot of happening there. yeah I mean it was like uh, it was like laser disco with uh, with the, the light clubs and shit okay alright what else going on Joe that's it I don't know, maybe some other things happened but I did, that's, I did, that's all I that uh, didn't come across no more came across your desk that is everything that came across my desk oh man oh man Chris if you want to talk about the Eternals, people out there to see it, to see it. Don't go see it. it. I see I am excited about a movie coming out this Friday. What's that? What's that? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, is that this Friday? Yeah. Then yes, I can go see it this weekend. Yes. Are, those, are those Egon's grandkids? You're not supposed to know. They said it in the commercial. I don't care. Oh yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> that part they didn't spoil. Yes, yeah. it's great. It's Egon's grandkids. They were like and, Grandpa and Egon. Yeah, <laughs> like wait a minute. How was I not supposed Dude, to know that? <laughs> so last, so last night on Jimmy Fallon, uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and um, Ernie Hudson mm-hmm. uh, were on promoting. And let me tell you something. Ernie Hudson is older than those two guys. It looks better than all of them. Looks better. And but first off, I met Ernie Hudson a couple years ago at the Awesome Con. The dude works out. He's jacked. He's very fit. He's healthy. And like you could get it, you can get one of his cameos. He has a cameo for like 150 on cameo or whatever, but super nice guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like he's just, you know, it's they're just talking, et cetera, et cetera. But Ernie Hudson, just a genuinely nice dude. Yeah. And you could tell the other two guys are, are great, but cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> and, uh, and those two, Bill Murray, you can tell, you know, I mean, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd worked on SNL in the 70s. Oh, that's fair. I, yeah. know, I knew Aaron Hudson was, was, was a jacked human being when, um, when, in Oz, when he was on Oz. 
Because oh, dude, Oz and do you remember the substitute? Remember that movie? This, yeah. So it's really funny. He was talking about that at Awesome Con. He was talking about that movie and he was talking about how he's like, yeah. And you want to know how I'm a good actor? Because I had to pretend that Tom Berenger can kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he also did that. Remember that cowboy movie that he did with Sinbad? The Cherokee Kid. Yes. Remember that? Remember that movie? Yes, I do. It's, it, and I'm not making it very up like a, you know the Sinbad Genie movie. This was the Sinbad Western movie, which was a very real thing. And there was a part like you now. could tell like he was jacked up, man. He yeah. was like super jacked, like Aaron Neville jacked. Yeah, that, that, that's what he's he's Aaron Neville levels. He's oh, old man. man swole. Yeah, he's I old man another swole. One. I needed another one. You need another old man swole. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, him. I'm, I'm, he's like he's like CT Fletcher, but camera ready. I'm, I'm, so Chris, I've I've been trying to come up with better. I have really poor examples of of what I what I refer to as a, a classification as old man swole. And so far, all I've come up with is is Aaron Neville and J.K. Simmons. <laughs> oh, J.K. Simmons, this is another good one. Mm-hmm. But now I can add um, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson, do but again. No one's gonna know any of these people. This is this is this is the thing about being that being like having a joke that's like that. No one's gonna know who the hell you're talking about. They're all old references. Yeah, but they're old men. You can't be old men swole to be young. What do you expect me to do? Oh man. Uh, we're gonna get oh, at- dude. I mean, what? No one knows who J.K. Simmons is. I don't know if they do. That's, that doesn't seem. I like- think you're not giving your audience. All you gotta say is old man swole. You know. Like the farmer's insurance guy, he, he's not swollen in those commercials though. You he looks to, tiny in those commercials. You gotta see like you, to, you gotta see him in uh like Oz or um <laughs> no what was it? Everybody stupid? in Oz was jacked. No, Whiplash. because all they did was lift weights. Whiplash was when I was like, holy shit! Like uh, that was the one where I was like, JK Simmons could fuck somebody up. Yeah, dude, his arms. But then oh like, yeah, because he, he plays Jigsaw Jonah Jameson. Yeah, but like again, the, the, you don't see how jacked he is in those movies. No. Whiplash was one that like the shirt know, came off. He was wearing that tight that tight shirt the whole movie. Joey was like his shirt he was, came he off. Was wearing, was like, he was wearing he was wearing the uh, he was wearing the Steve Jobs black t shirt, much like yeah. Joey is this evening. <laughs> yep. Much like mine's is breathing breathing, I mean, breathing I, with me. That was when I knew that. <laughs> I was like, when I get old, that's the guy. That's where I'm, that's what I'm trying to be. J.K. Like. Simmons. Yep. Okay. I saw Whiplash. I was like. I could I could do that. I'm gonna get in shape. I too. lied to myself. I'm gonna look like Ernie Hudson in five years. He's 74. <laughs> I'm gonna look like him at 30 at 39. Oh man! But hey, Chris, where can people find you at, man? Uh, look me up on Instagram uh, at Claw Comedy, uh, and I will actually be headlining the State Theater and have the Grace Maryland on December the 11th. In Harvard de Grace? Uh, Harvard de Grace at the State Theater run by um, Eric Jolicaire and Stefan Subatic, um, another uh, troupe of uh, funny people, much like yourselves. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. And I'll be doing other shows around, but uh, that's the big one coming up. So. Okay. Awesome to hear, man. I'm glad, you, glad you're still doing good. That comedy didn't rub off on you. Um, Joey LaFaro, what you got going on in the world? Uh, I will be at Periodic Table Wednesday with Todd Fleming and Candace Saunders. Uh, and then I will be with Alan Sidley at Mustang Sally's November 27th. Not this Saturday, the following Saturday. Yes. Yep. Saturday the 27th. 
Are you going to be there too, Chris? <laughs> I actually might because I've been telling Alan that I come through, so I, I should probably come through at some point. We'll we'll we'll, we'll meet there. We'll meet at the quarterback, um, and then <laughs> and then uh, December nineteenth, uh, Arlington Draft House. Awesome, man! Awesome. You guys are doing big things, DJ Marcus. If you're looking for him, he will be nowhere looking at no one because DJ Marcus <laughs> is an out of work DJ. And- Psych. No, DJ Marcus got a gig this week, Joey. You know who yep. called me? Who did? The Ha Ha Hole. Oh, did they? They back in business, baby. DJ Marcus, every Thursday from 4 to 5.45, DJ Marcus in the building, spinning the hits at the Ha Ha Hole in Fredericksburg, Maryland. Uh, just come on through, man. It's going to be a Ha Ha hella good time. Come by the DJ booth. I might play a song you like. I might play a song you don't. Mm. What's up, Joe? Oh, I just react. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to get out of here, Joe. We got a guest coming up next week. Who's next coming up? I I think, if I remember the schedule correctly, we have D-Lo next week. D-Lo's next week. Okay. Oh. So we're going to have fun. That's going to be a fun one. Um, oh, yeah. You're going to have fun as opposed to what we just had. Thank <laughs> you. We, we had fun. I mean, it's not going to be as fun as this, Chris. But I have to, I have to give people things to look forward to. Yes, I can't, I can't go out and say, "Oh, well, it won't be as much fun as it was today," and expect them to tune in. We know, we know what this is, Chris. Yes. We know, we know that this. is We legendary. know we did great here. We, we did. This is here. failing. This is failing internet. This is that's. <laughs> Oh, man. For DJ Marcus, I'm DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace Loggins, the rest of the Dot Comedy team. Chris Lawrence, we'll see you next time, sir. And we will see you Thanks, folks guys. next Appreciate week. It. Feel better, Candace. Definitely. We'll see you next time on the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs>